PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news reviews and all that good stuff. Over on PSU.com, go check it out, go check out PlayStationUniverse.com right now. We can wait. Hey Gary. Oh hey, uh, when is that copyright strike coming in? <laughs> <laughs> How you, that's amazing how, how you doing i'm all right man how are you i'm not bad thank you i'm excited for october because october means fan fest which means excitement for you it, and it everybody does. else who loves final fantasy 14 <laughs> well, well, it's an amazing game yeah it is so talk about Final Fantasy 14 patch 6.5 drops this week uh, with the new story con, so you're going to get a new alliance raid, new MSQ, new dungeon, new trial, new hard trial, new Unreal trial, new maps, new map content, and some loads of quality of life stuff as well. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm probably going to step into it next week. Um, also, we we're lining up for FanFest, which will be on the 20th of October, 21st of October. Um, so if you're down in London, um, come say hi. I'll be wearing a poop hat. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, anything to add, Gary? No, no. I'm, I'm excited for you, man. Yay. Well, you know who's excited for people? Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer <laughs> signed a PS5 cover for someone in Japan. Someone went to the Xbox event in Japan and brought a PS5 cover and had him sign it. You know what? I may not like the guy that much and may question him. But good on Phil. Not many people would have done something like that. Gary. Yeah, not many people would have. Maybe he didn't realize what it was he was signing. You know, maybe he couldn't tell that it was a cover. Maybe he thought it was like some board or something. But no, I mean, good on him. Um, kind of, I'm pretty sure he probably looked around and was like, am I allowed to sign this? But, you know, it's his call. Why would he have to look around? <laughs> You're, you're the top guy of Xbox, so you make the decisions. But, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the guy probably didn't want to bring his Xbox for him to sign because, you know, they don't have removable plates or anything. But, yeah, still nice of him to do that. Talking about people in charge, we're going to go straight into the biggest, oh, the biggest news of the week, I think. Um, Jim Ryan has stepped down from Sony. Now, nobody knows his age, it seems. Um he seems to have like a mystery about how old he actually is. From what I can tell, he's in his 60s. But some websites say he's in his 50s. Some websites don't even say anything. So I, I can't work out how old he is. So I don't know if he, he stepped down because of all the stress with the um, the deal with the Activision and all that lot. Um, or if it was just because he, he hit that age of retirement and he wants to be back home with his family, like you said. We don't know. And frankly, we can't judge him for whatever he decided to do. It, he is his own person. So thank you, Jim, for everything you've done for PlayStation. Even if some of it wasn't great, I know you've tried your best. Gary. Sorry, hold on. There's a helicopter flying over my house. All right, there we go. <laughs> Jim Ryan. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim Ryan uh, at PlayStation for 30 years. Um, so he's got a long tenure. Um, didn't last very long. 
uh, as, you know, ahead of PlayStation, but, you know, he lasted through, I would say, the hardest time uh, through the pandemic. Um, and, you know, a lot of people want to give him a lot of shit for some of his decisions, um, but you can't deny how successful those decisions were. Uh, if you look at how good PlayStation 5 is doing now, how well it launched, um, the, the fact that the PlayStation Studios has expanded into movies and TV very successfully. Um, I know a lot of people talk shit on the Uncharted movie, but it was commercially a successful movie for them. Gran Turismo, successful. Twisted Metal, successful. Um, Last of Us has been successful. So him branching out into different things has been very successful. Um, PlayStation VR 2, you know, already better and more successful than the original VR. Um, so he's had a lot of successes. So you can't really deny that even though we may not agree with a lot of his decisions, they have paid off for Sony. Just look at the market lead they have over Nintendo and Xbox. Um, it's kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah, uh, like I said, as much as there are things I don't like about Jim Ryan, his focus into games as a service is one of those things where I feel like was the worst thing for them. But we haven't seen the fruits of that labor yet, you know? They say they're transitioning into those games, but we haven't seen any of those games yet. Um, so whatever those games are going to be, who knows? They could be extreme successes. They could be really bad failures. We don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big change, I guess, for Sony. Um, and he did say that they are that he is retiring. Um, but I do feel like maybe some outside forces have also come into effect. Uh, I do believe the Activision Blizzard deal had a factor in his retirement, um, whether he was pressured into it because of the way he handled the situation or the fact that he didn't fight harder to stop it from happening. Any one of those could be possible. Um, but yeah, um, can't deny his success though. Um, for good or bad, I think he he did what he set out to do. Um, so yeah, um, Alfonso, who unfortunately can't join us, had a question for us about this though, Ben. Um, his question is, um, where would we put Jim Ryan's legacy compared to Trenton and Layden? I think it's I think it's better than Trenton, if I remember, but I don't know. We'll st- I think it's better than Trayton, but Layden still had best, in my opinion, was better. Your thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, like I said, I think Jim Ryan had a huge success. Um, I think Layton had great success with software um, and games, whereas I think Ryan is a much better success on the hardware side of things. Um, and branching the PlayStation brand out of more than just video games. So, yeah, I mean, I think each one did a good job for the time that they were there and what the shape of the industry was at that time. Um, so, yeah. Um, what do you think the future is going to hold, though? Now that Ryan is gone, where do you think Sony's going to go? Which I, direction? I still think they're going to focus a bit on, as much as they, people don't think it's worth it, I think they're still going to focus on games of a service titles. Just because um, it'll help them make money so they can fund other 
first party single t- player titles. So I still feel there's going to be a strong focus for games of service titles, but we can see that there's less people playing games of service titles because there's so many games of service titles. So, you know, mm. we'll we'll see what happens, but I still feel like there's going to be a big push for that. Because once they've got one that's successful, that's that'll be enough. They don't need more than one. So, yeah. Um yeah, I don't think they're going to be like going in and canceling all these games that Jack Ryan or Jack Ryan, Jesus. Uh that Ryan has already put into place. Um but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. Obviously, I do hope that they revive some some franchises <laughs> um instead of focusing on constantly i know i it's always good to have new ips and i'm all for that but sometimes it's also nice to revisit old ips that have been dormant for a very long time um a lot of those can use revivals um yeah and you know we know wild arms was one of those uh sony turned it down so they went on and did the kickstarter for um fantasia um i don't remember the full name of the game now um but you know they they are making their spiritual successor they wanted it to be wild arms so they turned it down for whatever reason mm-hmm. so you need to bring those franchises back we you know it's fun people keep asking for a new legend of dragoon um has the one game and that franchise on the ps1 um who knows? Maybe we'll see a return to Japanese uh, titles, as people like to call them. You know, they, a lot of people feel like Jim Ryan abandoned Japan, um, and they're hoping that they could go back to a lot of uh, the Japanese style games, um, uh, because the interim person taking over is Japanese. Uh, so there is that possibility, but who knows? Well, isn't the he future... temporary? Yeah, he's, he's taking over uh, interim uh, CEO. Who knows? He might get the job if if they decide, but who knows who they're going to get. But By yeah, the he's, way, he's temporarily taking over. I finally found... I was, looking, I was looking everywhere on Google for this because I couldn't remember... I couldn't find it in Reset Era again. He left about the same time as everyone else. Jim Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Ken <laughs> was the only, the only exception to this. Um, Ken was nineteen ninety three to two thousand seven, right? Mm-hmm. Kaz Hiraya was two thousand seven to two thousand twelve, so that's five years. Andrew House was two thousand twelve to two thousand seventeen, so that's five years. Jim Ryan was twenty nineteen to twenty twenty three, so four to five years is about the average for most um, CEOs. It, it seems. He, uh, John Kodra was 2017 to 2019. Um, uh, Sean Layden was also only four years, 2014 to 2018. So, mm. though he seems to be, he seemed went from Japan and then took a break and then went to America. <laughs> so now he's going back to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. I mean. Anything's possible now. I mean, could could this possibly now mean that Game Pass can show up on PlayStation? It's a possibility. Um, a lot of things can happen now. It just depends on what the new CEO tries to do. Um, I think hopefully... if Game Pass comes to PlayStation, it would be just Xbox games. They would be like, we don't want any third-party Game Pass titles. Maybe. Maybe. I think 
the big thing for Sony right now is if this new CEO can rebuild the relationship that has been lost for so long now between Sony PlayStation and the rest of Sony departments. Um, from what I've understood for a long time now, like Sony Pictures, Sony Pictures Animation, Sony Music, they have had a very bad relationship with Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um, and they literally don't talk to each other for collaborations or anything. So hopefully that will get fixed. Um, and obviously there's a lot of potential for all three to work together. Um, so I hope that relationship gets gets some good treatment. So, yeah. That's awesome. The last big thing under Jemayan is going to be the PlayStation Portal. <laughs> Believe it or not. Well, we went from one thing to one bad thing. Oh, no, this is cool, actually. This is the only cool thing about this entire thing. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 will let players recreate the classic Psycho Mantis save data scene. Uh, breaking news. Okay, bear with me for my more explain something. So a few weeks ago, I made a post about the Easter egg type feature in Metal Gear Solid where uh, Psycho Mantis would read your PS1 memory card for certain save files you might, would have triggered lines right ahead. Yes, Master Collection Metal Gear Solid has the ability for users to create any save data of Konami's PS1 games. Not released on the PS5 or Switch to recreate the memory card load in the, the Psycho Mantis battle. Uh, the Japanese version allows you to create save data for police notes, Thatcher, and so forth. Okay, so basically there'll be an emulator in the game, I guess, where you can add titles to like a fake memory card and then Psycho Mantis will read your fake memory card and then give you the lines. That's pretty cool. That's that's probably more more stuff that they've done than they've done for the entire collection. Gary. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, I do wonder how it's going to work. I guess it's just going to be like, when you start the game, like, would you like to create a fake memory card with, you know, Castlevania's Tiffany Tonight on it? <laughs> um, I guess we'll see how that works in the game. Uh, but it's pretty cool that they're doing it. Yeah, when you first said it, that they're going to have them read the save files, I'm like, is this a confirmation that uh, those PS1 Konami games are coming to PS4 soon? <laughs> As PS1 classics, is that what this is? Um, but yeah, no, it's that's pretty cool. That you know, it, it it keeps the the original as as close to the original as possible by doing that. So that's pretty cool. Now I wonder if you switch. I think it was if you switch your controller to number two that he he got really frustrated. So it'd be interesting to see what happens <laughs> if you switch your controller to number two. If if that does anything in yeah, this because well. that was almost like the only way to beat Psychomantis, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's to change control ports. So yeah. I wonder if they're going to keep that in the in in the fight as well. Because yeah. um, he was like, will suck I if can, you only have one I controller, can, right? <laughs> I can control your controller with my mind, and then it caused the controller to vibrate to make it move, which was a cool idea. Um, mm. but yeah. No, I mean, if they want to go all out, they could do some really cool stuff with the DualSense controller and all of its features yeah. with Psycho Mantis. Spoilers. They like, I'm going to give you drifting on your controller. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then your controller just starts drifting. <laughs> analog drift. Uh, like, no. <laughs> talk about analog drift. Okay. I got the DualSense Edge at the, at the like middle of the year around June time. 
then I was having issues with the analog sticks. So I sent it back because the analog sticks were disconnecting. Like there was like a fault between the analog sticks and the actual connection. So I sent it back. They got an exchange. The exchange came back a week and a half later. The analog sticks already started drifting again. So now I've sent it back and now I'm waiting for either exchange or refund. I don't know what's happening because they said that I can't get a refund, but then they, so they had accepted the exchange because they said that's okay. And now I got a text message today saying I'm going to get a refund, even though they told me I can't get a refund, but they also sent me a letter email saying that my delivery would be today, which by the way, it wasn't. Um, and the, they said that there was an issue with the delivery and it should arrive tomorrow. So, which by the way, will still be in the past by the time this goes live. So who knows if it's happened? Um, so I'm either going to get a refund and a new controller, or I'm going to get a refund and they're going to realize that they've, they've refunded me and they'll get the controller to go back. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope they take the controller back because if they have refunded me, I don't want to have the controller and the refund because that's it. That's a shitty thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, sorry. Sorry about that off topic, but I wanted to bring it up. Gary, this is a game so, that is very important to you more than anyone else. Fallout 76. <laughs> anyway, Pierce now helped say Fallout 76 though. Phil Spencer almost pulled the plug on it. Basically, Fallout 76 wasn't doing very well. Um, then it came on PS Now, and then it did a good job because PS Now saved it. Um, and I know Gary has the fancy bag, so that's why I said that. <laughs> hey, you know what? When I wrote the review for that, I called it the best Fallout game, and I stuck by that. <laughs> At least it's my favorite Fallout game when it came out. Um, I haven't played it in a long time, but yeah, no, it's. Phil Spencer wanted to cancel it. You know, that's kind of interesting why he'd want to cancel it. Um, the live service Fallout game, how can possibly be bad, right? Um, but yeah, he wanted to cancel it. Uh, I guess, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. Sony convinced them to release it on PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now at the time um, and saved it. And I guess it's thriving again because they're still making content for it. Um, you're welcome, Todd Howard and Bethesda. We'll be awaiting Starfield in the next two years. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, interesting. You know, not, not the best thing to do when you acquire a company and the first thing you do is shut down one of their games. <laughs> what kind of image does that send you? Um, so yeah, not Game Pass, but Sony saved it. Thank you, Sony. For saving Fallout 76. Because it was a good game. Okay. I haven't played this for a bit. And I'm hoping to step back in next week. Um, Baldur's Gate 3. Hot fixes and crashes. Yes, they've patched some stuff in Baldur's Gate 3. Um, they keep patching stuff, which is great. I am still frustrated about the change to Mis Mr. What's his name? The little cat. I hate the fact that they changed them. That sucks. Um i got to double-check the name of the cat, actually. Uh, uh, double-check, because I know my friend tweeted it out that they changed it. Um, where are you? I know you, you're like me, you tweet a lot. His Majesty. They changed His Majesty. And that sucks. Um, his Majesty was a hairless cat 
and now they made him a hair, hairy cat. He was he was beautiful as he was. Bring back his majesty 1.0, please. Thank you. Gary. <laughs> um, well, I am not a fan of hairless cats. They're terrifying, and I don't consider them cats at all. Um, I mean, he's terrifying, but, but he he's in the Underdark, so I like it was cute. Yeah, I guess it made sense for at the location he was at. But yeah, no, they continue to to work on the game, continue to fix stuff. Um, so good for them. Um, like I said, I'm sure when when it comes to Xbox, sometime this year they say, um, it's probably going to be like the most ultimate definitive edition of the game. Um, so if anything, Xbox is getting the best version. And it will sell uh, so, 10 copies because it's not on Game Pass. Yeah, well, that's going to be the interesting thing, though, <laughs> right? Is Will they put it on Game Pass? Um, I think when it was first coming out, I think there's a higher chance it would have been on Game Pass. But now that it's looking more and more like it might actually be Game of the Year, um, or very close in, in, the, in the conversation, uh, I think that that is conversation of Game Pass is going to be a lot more interesting. <laughs> um, especially since we've seen some of the numbers that Microsoft is offering to, to companies to put their games on Game Pass. Um, a game like Baldur's Gate 3, you weren't looking very... Uh, you weren't looking at very high numbers. But now, I'm pretty sure that price may have, like, quadrupled <laughs> to get it on Game Pass. So, we'll see. We'll see what Microsoft does. I mean... They didn't think it was good enough the first time to come out, but now they obviously saw the error of their ways when it came to a game like that. And it deserves it. It's one of the best games this year. Like, mm -hmm. I'm voting for Fantasy 16 as my game of the year just because I prefer Fantasy 16, but I won't be angry if Baldur's Gate wins it. Um, yeah, I look at this year and it's just, there are so many good games. Um that deserve to be in the conversation. Like, it's just crazy to even find one to pick through. You know, um, I think Baldur's Gate 3, obviously I scored a, a very high, very high score. Um, so for me, that's probably it. But there's still some games I haven't even played uh, that I feel like might deserve that. So it's a, it's a big year and it's not even over yet. We still have Spider-Man 2. So who knows? That could potentially be one of the greatest video games we don't know um yeah i'm gonna go with no <laughs> like it's, i'm not saying it's gonna be bad i just don't think it's gonna be one of the greatest games of all time yeah like i said like sea of stars completely took me by surprise i've been playing sea of stars on my steam deck that game is incredible uh it's on playstation plus seriously people yeah. if you're into Pixel RPGs, turn-based RPGs. Go fucking play that game. It's amazing. Um, that, in my opinion, should be in the conversation, too. So, big year for a lot of games. Man, I'm looking at the Metacritic game points. Um, ouch. Spoilers, but ouch. Oh. One, one of the games. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I thought everyone would really vote for Truck Driver the American Dream really high, but... <laughs> Who would have guessed it, it? That got no scores. <laughs> I know, big shocker. You know what is a big shocker? Gran Turismo Sport is already shown down. Um, I can't remember when this came. Twenty seventeen. So it's only been out for what six years. 
Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that sucks. Um, isn't it online? No, okay, no, you can play it offline. Okay, but still, it, it's it, a lot of the features were online, so that sucks, Gary. Yeah, it does suck, Ben. Um, I'm not very happy about it. Um, this seems to be a growing trend in games now where once the new version comes out, it's only a matter of time and, until the last version gets shut down. Um, I didn't expect this from Sony and definitely didn't expect it for Gran Turismo because there's still a lot of people who play Gran Turismo Sport. Um, maybe not in you know North America or Europe, but in a lot of other countries where they don't have access or games cost way too much over there, they're still playing these older games. Um, so it sucks to, to, to see this happen, especially, uh, for Gran Turismo, which has a huge following. Um, I think it sucks. Um, and it's not the first time, uh, or not the first game this week that we've gotten this news for. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about the trend in games and where, you know, they're going when it comes to multiplayer. Um, it's like, hey, I bought this new sports game. Oh, the next one is coming out in a couple years, and they're shutting down the servers for, to the one I just got. You know, that's not cool at all. I don't like it at all, especially since it's yeah. playable in v- PlayStation VR as well. You know? Yeah. Well, talking about games that are not getting support anymore, uh, Mojang Dungeons is also removing support. Uh, they got to 1.117 was the final update. And I've been moving on to new projects, which sucks because I've heard this was pretty good. Um, so many games, they said, are just uh, just stopping their support now. Thoughts yeah, on this? No, again, it sucks. Um, I, uh, you know, that's again one of those games. It's also one of those games where uh, I guess I, I'm not as irritated with it as I am like a Gran Turismo because that game, that game's lifeblood is the multiplayer, whereas Dungeons. Um, you can still do almost everything on your own, but it is a co-op Minecraft game. Um, so I don't know how long the support was planned for it, but if a franchise like Minecraft can't even last more than two years, what chance do a lot of games have? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it sucks. But I guess that's the trend. You know, this is why I'm all for more single-player stuff now, because... You advertise your game as multiplayer, you try to push it, people who get behind your multiplayer game, they're all excited, and then a year later, all of a sudden, there's no more support for it. And I feel like they're losing a lot of trust in, in the developers who promise a lot of these things now. So, yeah. Talk about more down stuff. Star Wars, the Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, there was a trailer that went live and that got removed because of supposedly copyright issues. Uh, but all the stuff that's normally that's been promoting it has also been removed. So it's interesting to see what's happening here. Star Wars The Old Republic used to be an Xbox game. Um, and now it was going out for the PS5 and PC. So we don't know. It's it, this, Supposedly it was having issues and the studio got pulled off and then given to a different studio. So, yeah. Gary. Uh, yeah. Um, interesting news about this uh, we haven't seen the nice the old republic remake since you know that announcement trailer it is a sony published game so it is technically their game 
Um, Aspire was working on it. Uh, they're the ones who uh, remastered Nice Old Republic and Nice Old Republic 2 for the Switch. Um, they were working on this, and I guess they were doing a very good job, so Sony pulled it from them uh, and gave it to somebody else. We don't know who they gave it to, um, and we still don't know anything about it. But yeah, them pulling the trailer, obviously they, they made the trailers private on YouTube. Um, they start pulling uh, tweets and all that about the game. Um, so people thought that, oh, it's probably getting canceled. So they're removing any you know information about it. But Sony came out and said that it's a music licensing issue, um, which is a real thing. They probably pulled it because they, they don't want to renew the license for whatever music was playing in that trailer. Um, but usually when it comes to those things, they kind of resolve it pretty quickly. And if Sony's not resolving it quickly, um, they probably believe that the game is way too far out, if it's still even going to come out, to warrant renewing that license. Um, so if, if the game is still in development, um, I don't see it coming out until 2028 at this point. Um, it's going to be a long time if Sony's not really renewing the license to this. So... Yeah, just another big blow to the industry, and I just don't get how what's considered to be the best Star Wars game by a lot of people is getting a remake, and yet nobody seems to be able to get it right. <laughs> the fact that it took so long to get this remake to get going, and then when it has started going, all of a sudden it's not good, if rumors are true. So that's just crazy to me to, to even think about that. So... Yeah, another shitty blow with a lot of shitty blows coming this week in the industry. And my last topic for the um, the week that I can find, I know about, the PlayStation Portal has sold out in Japan across every retailer. It took about 12 hours, which I'm not shocked about. Japan is more about um, um, portable gaming than anyone else. And they had the high-speed internet to make this more useful. Um and I've heard that America's doing really well as well. I don't know about Europe, but I've heard America's is selling out in places. Gary? Uh, yeah, no, North America sold out everywhere too. It went up on Target, uh, Best Buy, GameStop, and Amazon, and it sold out everywhere here too. Uh, it sold out in about 24 hours. So I guess there's more demand for the portal than we thought there was. It's either that or Sony is releasing very small numbers of it, so it's a lot easier for it to sell out. Um, which is kind of what happened with the VR, too. Like, they didn't release too big a numbers, but VR was only on the PlayStation Store, whereas this is going straight to retailer as well. Um, but very huge success for Sony. Like I said, um, I think we all underestimated the, the, the want for this thing. Um, but I also feel like a lot of people still don't understand that this is not a portable PlayStation. This is a remote play device. I don't think people are reading the fine print of of what it actually is, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, huge success for Sony, like I said. And I guess the last big success of Jim Ryan, if this is going to be the last thing that he oversees. So, again, another big win for him on his way out. Okay. So is there anything you want to talk about before we start wrapping up? Uh, yes, please, Ben. Uh, yeah, sure. A couple things. Um, 
the first one we probably won't care as much about, but I still think it's important to talk about it because this is a really shitty fucking move across the board. Um, Electronic Arts, without any prior information, uh, has delisted every single FIFA game that has ever come out from digital storefronts. So you can't get any FIFA games anymore because their license with FIFA expired, uh, as we knew, and they decided to go with EA Sports FC 24. That's the next uh, soccer slash football game that they're releasing. But they literally pulled every FIFA game from the storefronts. They are no longer available. They're all delisted. They're gone for good without any prior information that this is going to happen. Um. And I bring this up, and I feel it's important because this is yet another example of companies shitting on everybody with digital releases and being able to do whatever the fuck they want, whenever they want. I mean, you if know, you own it, you can still download it. You can still, but you can't buy them. No. Like, they're just gone. I can't blame... I don't um, blame EA for this, though. <laughs> like, okay, well... I don't blame EA for what they've done. I blame EA for not sending out messages that they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have had to have done this. There was, There's no way around it. Once they lost the license, they had to delist the games. There's no ifs or buts. That was going to happen no matter what. Like, um, but the fact that they didn't contact people to say that they, they, they were going to do it is the issue. Uh, I agree with that, yes. Um... But, but again, it's just the power that they have to pull whatever they want from the storefronts. You know, I get it. It's a licensing issue. You can't sell the game. So that makes sense. But like you said, man, I mean, this is not something that just came in that day and be like, hey, pull all the games. They're like, okay, this is something they had to have known about for months prior. Yeah. And they, they had to have the, told. But the thing is, they, they could do this people. with, the, the thing is, that they could do this with physical if they want to as well. Like, yeah. We've seen it before with certain games in the UK, like, um, wasn't it Manhunt, I think, that got pulled off all the shelves because of, of a story that happened here. So Manhunt mm-hmm. got pulled off all the stores. So technically they could do it with physical copies as well. It's just it's easier for them to do with digital than it is physical. Yeah. But yeah, no, just, just the power, it just shows you that any developer, any company can pull whatever the hell they want whenever they want without prior knowledge or anything. And that really fucking sucks. Well, like I've learned recently why... that all the Hatterful Boyfriend games have been pulled from PlayStation. <laughs> Are you serious? They have? Yeah. Why? Because when I found out when Epic bought Media, was it last year? Or this last year? I think it was, or whenever they bought uh, me and the people that made Fall Guys. Uh, the Hatterful Boyfriend stuff was published by the people that made Fall Guys. And then they pulled it from everything but the Epic Store. So you can't play Hatterful Boyfriend on anything but Epic and Steam, I think. Bullshit. Unless you already own it like me. I own both. Hatterful Boyfriend and Hatterful Boyfriend Christmas Special. So, there you go. Talk about Fall Guys. Um, That sucks about all the people that got fired recently. There's been so many layoffs recently, and I hope everyone that has been fired will find a place in the industry. I wish you the best. Yeah, that was going to be the other thing I was going to bring up. Um, Epic Games uh, weighing off 16% of its workforce, uh, equaling almost 900 jobs lost, and developer Mediatonic, uh, the creators of Fall Guys, was 
devastated by this. I think they lost almost everybody to the point where I believe the studio is on the verge of being shut down um, because they did get bought by Epic Games. Um, and that's terrible because this is one of those um, Battle Royal games, I guess you can call it a Battle Royal, right? Um, that was successful. In yeah, I just bought the Fancy field... 14 stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it's one of the only um, Battle Royal games that was successful in a massive field of Battle Royal games that have shut down, obviously, but it was competing. It was doing good because it was so different. It was fun. Um, and it was an indie game. And and to hear that this is the studio that got screwed over as opposed to so many other ones that don't produce great content like these guys have kind of sucks. I, I feel bad for them. And I feel bad for all the 900 people who've lost their jobs because of this. Again, right before the holidays. I don't know what it is with studios and companies laying people off to this degree right before the fucking holidays. It's like, like I just don't have words. Like, why Why don't you do it after the holidays? You know, let people have a good fucking Christmas, not struggling during Christmas and the holidays to find a goddamn job to, you know, get gifts for their kids or some shit. No, you have to do it right before. Fucking hate it. I hate that shit. Yeah. 900 people. Um, and that's not the only one. The other one I wanted to bring up was Sega. Sega out there pretty much canceling games left and right. Uh, announcing that they have canceled uh, a few unannounced uh, titles in development along with Hyenas. Their big battle royal game that was being created by Creative Assembly. Uh, the guys behind the Warhammer uh, franchise and the Total War franchise uh, on PC was well, some of the best strategy games uh, you can find. Um, they were creating Hyenas, a uh, first-person uh, extraction battle royal game. Um, that's canceled. They recently had a beta that was actually a very successful beta for them. People it came out very positive about that game, but now it's canceled. Um, so yeah, Ben, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I suppose it was about to be released as well. It was nearly done, so that sucks yeah. even more. They put all those year, all those, all that years in development and testing, and they're like, "Okay, it's releasing next week," and they're like, "Nope, cancelled." You'd be like, "Ah, god damn it!" You'd be, you'd lose any motivation for doing any more future work for Sega. Yeah, it's, it's not just that, but like a team like Creative Assembly that has been working in the same strategy genre for like. 20 years now and they finally get a chance to do something new and they do from what i hear a very good job of it to only get it shut down right before release like that's a huge blow for them it's like are we not good enough to, to make anything other than what we do <sighs> i mean at least they're not getting shut down as far as i know but to have a pretty much done game about to release get shut down and canceled I don't know what kind of metrics Sega ran to say that's not going to be competitive. Um, I don't know, but I, something Sega saw in it that's told them that, hey, it's not going to be able to compete. At least give it a shot if it's done. You know, it's free to play too, so it's not like it's going to cost you production money to release it. So, I don't know. It's shitty news all, all around. <sighs> I agree. Oh, yeah. 
those were the ones I wanted to bring up. Oh, and uh, Netflix essentially has the video game uh, licenses on lockdown, announcing like yeah. three video game anime. <laughs> uh, they announced to- Tomb, Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider, The Legend uh, uh, of Horror Devil May Cry is coming along with yeah. Blood Dragon. Ah. Uh, a reimagined version of Blood Dragon is coming to Netflix animation. Um, your thoughts on those, man? <laughs> I hope Dante's addicted to Strawberry Sundays again, like the original <laughs> Devil May Cry anime. Um, it does look like it's the, the Devil May Cry 3 young Dante, uh, from what I'm understanding. So he's going to be the super cocky version that everybody loves for whatever reason. But, anyways. Yeah, Devil May Cry, Tomb Raider, and Blood Dragon. Just adding to their repertoire. They've already released a Dragon's Dogma anime. They've released a Dragon Age anime. Uh, Obviously, Castlevania is their biggest one. That's been doing good numbers for them. They just released Nocturnal, the next series of Castlevania anime. Um, So yeah, they pretty much got the video game animes on lockdown (laughs) at this point. Two out of three of those animes I'm looking forward to. Um, that Devil May Cry and probably Blood Dragon. Tomb Raider, Raider, not huh? so much. Nah. You don't care about your native girl? <laughs> not if it's, ba- it's based on the newer one, so no. Yeah. That's it's true. based off the Survivor one. I don't care about that. So. <laughs> you want us fighting two Rexes, don't you? Damn right I do. And <laughs> zombie mummies. And weird werewolves and yeah that's uh, awesome uh, so g- give me give me give me mystical oh, i also forgot Ar- arcane their academy nominated anime uh from wego legends so there's that as well um yeah so, so clearly they're finding success anime. yeah the edge runners as well yeah so they're clearly finding success with anime video game anime adaptations yeah it's like video games and are full of cutscenes getting... and and you can edit those cutscenes into actual animes or something <laughs> yeah and you know we're also getting the the horizon uh live action series i believe it is from netflix as well um i wouldn't be surprised if they do an animation of that as well well yeah we'll talk about anime when we get to the anime podcast when we get to the anime podcast in the future. But this now it's da 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 Metacritic game. Boop. Um Oh I didn't check actually I forgot to check that one. My my bad I forgot to check one. Uh because this one didn't have reviews last time. So we'll see if they have reviews now. Okay. Let's let's see if you have reviews, Mr Video Game. You do have reviews. There we go. We've got reviews. Okay. Gloomhaven. Damn it, I put the... I'll fix it in a sec. Uh, Gloomhaven. Gary, you gave it 80. Alfonso gave it 73. And I gave it 77. It got 70, which means Alfonso gets a point. Okay. Truck Driver, The American Dream has no points. Uh, no scores. Harvest Moon, The Winds of Anthros has no scores. But Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die. Gary, you gave it 78. Alfonso, you gave it 82. I gave it 86. It got 60, Gary. I'm sad. 
It got. Sick. I mean, I want a point, but I'm still sad. <laughs> <laughs> Fate, Remnant, Samurai. Gary gave it 75. Alfonso gave it 80. I gave it 77, which means that Alfonso gets another point because he got 82. Yeah. Way higher than I ever thought that game was going to get. So it, It's very better than Infinity Strash, the Dragon Quest Adventures of Die. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really happy that I was wrong on that one. So, Gary, shout outs and how can they find you? Oh, we're not picking new games? No, because there's no Alfonso. I, I like to pick when we're all here. We can always ask him. No, no, I want to be fair. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to miss out on one of the biggest ones. Alrighty. What, what's all the biggest games coming out? Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Okay. What, what, never mind, I don't care. <laughs> uh, well shout out shout out to you ben thanks for having me on shout out to no all worries. the listeners thank you for listening um you can reach me on x at gagolish that's g-a-g-l-a-u-s-h shout out to gary for always joining us thank you as always shout out to alfonso hope you're doing well stay safe we miss you shout out to everyone that listens um we'll be back next week with more video game news and stuff i guess so see you all next week. Oh, and you can find me on MG underscore Twitter on X. And you can find me at Moogle Girl on Radio on Twitch. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.